on the edge of the Black Forest, somewhere between Russia and Poland, and occasionally Germany, is a small Jewish village called Chelm. Eighty or so houses, more chickens than people. The village is a community of laughter and love. Arguments, complaints, reconciliations, more complaints. Yes, there are problems. What would life be without problems? As wise Rabbi Kibitz says, well, that might be nice for a little while. Welcome to Izzy Abramson's The Village Life. I'm your host, Mark Binder, and I'm glad to be here. Mandelbread is a kind of cookie that's baked twice. You bake it, you cool it, and you bake it again. Italians call it biscotti. When mandel bread comes out of the oven, it is warm and soft, but by the time it gets home, it's often rock hard. This is why people usually dip it in coffee, milk, or tea. And now, Izzy Abramson's The Village Life presents Fear and Loafing in the Village. In the village called Helm lived a baker by the name of Reb Stein. He was both respected and well-known, which are not always the same. His cookies were delicious, his breads were devoured, his matzahs, well, that's another story. This story begins with a scream. Ah! screamed Reb Stein. He had been laying a tray of cooled mandel bread on a shelf when the door slammed startling him, and pieces of cookie went flying through the air. A large chunk landed on top of Rabbi Kibitz's sizable hat, and a thin shard of mandelbread embedded itself in the learned man's beard. "'Did you burn yourself?' asked the rabbi. "'No,' answered the baker. "'I just stopped in to say hello,' Rabbi Kibitz said. "'I didn't mean to startle you.' He pulled the stray sliver of mandelbread from his beard, checked it for loose hairs, and popped it into his mouth. Sweet. Tasty. Reb Stein had his hands in the air and was surveying the wreckage with horror. I am so sorry, he told the rabbi. No, 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 said Rabbi Kibitz. When the door slammed, it sounded like a hammer. Maybe I should come back. It won't be any different, Reb Stein said. He picked up the fallen tray and slammed it on the counter. Everything is going wrong. Morning, noon, night. He picked up a broom and began sweeping furiously. What about late afternoon? Rabbi Kibitz asked. Reb Stein glared at him, then gathered the broken bits into a dustpan and threw them into the trash, along with the dustpan. He cursed, retrieved the dustpan, and hung it from a hook. He leaned the broom next to the pan. Another morning's work ruined he said. He seemed close to tears. It's happening more frequently. I, I can't. Rabbi Kibitz reached up and felt around for the broken cookie on top of his hat. Maybe I could have a cup of tea to go with this. Soon they were sitting at a table in the back of the baking room with large mugs of hot black sweet tea and a few more broken cookies laid out on wrapping paper, which was how Reb Stein noshed without washing dishes. I'm worried, 
Reb Stein said after a long silence. No, I'm not worried. I'm concerned. No, I'm frightened. No, I'm terrified. I'm petrified. I'm trembling with fear. How often? All the time. From the moment I wake up until I go back to sleep. And in my dreams, too. Every waking moment, I feel my heart pounding and the blood rushing through my veins. At least you're not dead, said the wise rabbi. It would be better if I were, Reb Stein said. Um, no, Rabbi Kibitz said, shaking his head. Not that I haven't had that thought myself from time to time. But death will come. It does, you know. May it be far from today. You're breathing. You're baking. You're healthy. I'm fine, Reb Stein said. The doctor in Smyrna said that I could live to be a hundred. Your wife? She's fine, too. Good, Rabbi Kibitz said. So, uh, what's so bothersome? Everything, Reb Stein shouted. He jumped to his feet. The world is falling apart. I read the newspapers, and I see wars everywhere. I hear people talking, and the government is useless. There are people who starve. There are people who are sick. There are people who are killed for no reason. And there are people who are killed because they are refugees or live in the wrong place. There are people who are killed because they don't believe the same thing that their killers believe. They die because of religion. They die because of the color of their skin. They die because they fart in the wrong place and at the wrong time. Rabbi Kibitz laughed. I'm not reading the same newspaper as you. I'm exaggerating only a little, Reb Stein said. I have to make jokes or else I'm going to go crazy. There are floods and droughts and hailstorms. There are earthquakes and tornadoes and landslides and mines collapsing. No one can do anything about it. The leaders of our country, of our community, are helpless. I'm not completely helpless, Rabbi Kibitz said. I'm not talking about you, Reb Stein said. But yes, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about Reb Cantor. I'm talking about everything. It's all falling apart. The weather is changing. The world is changing. The people are changing. I'm worried for myself, and I'm worried for my children and their children, if they're even alive to have them. Suddenly, Reb Stein dropped into his chair, put his face in his hands, and began to sob. Rabbi Kibitz set his mug on the kneading table and kindly massaged the back of Reb Stein's neck with one hand. With the other hand, he picked up a broken cookie and dipped it briefly into the tea. He brought the cookie to his mouth and started chewing. When the cookie was done, he put both hands into his lap. Listen, we're all going to die, Rabbi Kibitz said. Me before you, presumably. Probably. Almost certainly. Reb Stein turned his head and squinted at the old man. You're not very comforting. Rabbi Kibitz waved a hand. Comforting is overrated. Everything that is born dies. We raise chickens, we eat them. We grow wheat, we grind it up into flour. You mix the wheat with salt, water, and yeast, bake it into bread, and it's delicious. But then gone. We build houses, they fall down. 
they burn down. We build boats, they float for a while and then sink. We write books. If we're lucky, somebody reads them, but then the pages fall out. We pray to God and our words evaporate in the air. It all goes away. That's it, Reb Stein said. Isn't there something eternal? Don't you think God listens to our prayers? Who knows, Rabbi Kibbutz said. You can believe, but you can't be certain. And you, me, everyone, people, people can believe almost anything. That doesn't mean it's real. Now I'm really confused, Reb Stein hesitated. I thought you were supposed to be the rabbi. I am, Rabbi Kibbutz said. But I'm a person first, and people... We like to think that we're at the center of the world. We like to think that somehow we can control things, that it will all make sense, or at least that there is something out there that can control everything, like God. Are you saying there's no God? Rebstein asked. No, Rabbi Kibitz shook his head, shrugged, and then looked thoughtful. But believing in God won't help you with your problems. Or if it does, it's like adding salt to a broth made of water and pretending that you're not out of food. I know that there are people who take great comfort in their belief that there's a plan, you know, from God. Some of those people believe that they are fulfilling God's plan, and this justifies them in doing some of the horrible things you're talking about. I am so lost, Reb Stein said. Join the club, Rabbi Kibitz answered. We are all in the same village. Chelm was founded by my grandfather's grandfather. Before that, it was an empty landscape in the middle of the forest. One day, the village will no longer exist. Something else will be here. Maybe trees, maybe a city, maybe nothing. But today, right now, I am with you. You are with me. We have Mandelbread cookies. We have moderately warm tea. We share, we talk, we eat. The rabbi picked up another broken cookie and dipped it into his tea. What do I do? Reb Stein said. Keep talking, Rabbi Kibitz said. Try to heal the world. If you see an opportunity to contribute in a charitable fashion, do it. Have enough firewood to keep your house warm. Mend relationships with your family and friends. And keep baking. You're good at it. Reb Stein sighed. Nobody will buy broken cookies. Most of them fell on the floor. It's too bad, Rabbi Kibitz said. They're delicious. You could sell them at a discount. Then at least it wouldn't be a total loss. That's an interesting... Reb Stein said. He got a faraway look in his eye. The next day, when Rabbi Kibitz went out for his walk, he saw that Reb Stein's bakery was packed. What's going on? the rabbi asked young Doodle. Ah, Rabbi Kibitz, Doodle said. Reb Stein is having an end-of-the-world celebration. He's serving hot tea and cookies with a hammer. The rabbi was puzzled. How do you drink tea from a hammer? Doodle laughed. You don't. You drink tea from a cup. Then you take the hammer and smash the cookies. Everyone's paying to do it, and Reb Stein is going to take the money and donate it to help refugees. It's fun. Rabbi Kibitz smiled, nodded, and got into line. 
Every time the hammer slammed onto a cookie, Reb Stein the baker screamed, Ah! Then he laughed and shouted, Next! The End We hope you enjoyed listening to Fear and Loafing in the Village by Izzy Abramson. If you did, we know you'll enjoy reading and listening to all the books in Izzy Abramson's The Village Life series. Look for Winter Blessings, A Village Romance, The Village Twins, and more. You can purchase these at reasonable prices wherever books and audiobooks are sold. Also, please take a moment to help us spread the word about this podcast and about Izzy Abramson's Village Life. Tell your friends, family, and even your enemies. Post it on social and share. As Mrs. Heipel often says, the village life is like rye bread. You don't need to be Jewish to enjoy the flavor. Please sign up for our newsletter at izzyabe.com. And thanks so much. Izzy Abramson's The Village Life is produced by Light Publications. Narration by Mark Binder. Music by Fischl Bresler. Occasional harmonica by Izzy Abramson. Audio engineering by Stephen Brendan. Recorded at Pembroke Villa Studios in Providence, Rhode Island. This work is copyright 2021 by Mark Binder and Izzy Abramson. All rights reserved. Thank you very much for listening. Have an excellent day.